Welcome to Hot, Healthy, Never Hungry, a podcast dedicated to changing the way women eat to lose weight so they can feel their hottest. I'm your host, Lauren Hubert, former fad dieter turned registered dietitian. Each week, I'll share all of my favorite healthy eating tips and swaps, help you through frustrations on your journey, and show you the science behind losing weight. Hot, Healthy, Never Hungry is here to make weight loss simple, fun, and easy to stick to for life. Hello, beautiful, and welcome back to another episode of Hot, Healthy, Never Hungry. I am so excited that you are here and you're tuning in not just to another episode, but specifically a bonus, a mini episode that I have for you on a topic that is very important. And honestly, I feel like not a lot of people talk about it because it actually came up on a coaching call this week and I said it to a client, but I'm like, no one really wants to talk about overeating. It's not taboo in the sense that we've all experienced overeating. We've all mindlessly ate before. But there is so much guilt and shame associated with overeating. I know I talk about it in many episodes. If you search overeating in the Hot Healthy Never Hungry podcast feed, you can find on my site at the sororitynutritionist.com backslash podcast. You will absolutely see that we talk a lot about overeating. And I really try to destigmatize overeating so we can have these conversations so people can move on and feel better. And, you know, overeating can sometimes occur for not negative reasons. Overeating isn't necessarily a bad thing, but obviously it can certainly hold you back on a fitness journey, on a fat loss journey, and of course impact your health if it becomes out of control, if it becomes something you feel like you can't control, and of course if it's caused by something that really is making you feel uncomfortable. So I thought what better way, instead of just talking about overeating, I actually wanted to do an episode specifically on late night snacking because not only is overeating a massive topic, but there are many reasons why women overeat. So I thought, what better way to talk about one of the most popular time? Not that it's like most popular, meaning like it's the most popular thing that people are ordering on the menu, but the most popular struggles related with overeating, which is late night overeating and specifically late night snacking. If there's one topic that comes up time and time again inside of all of our programs, it is absolutely late night snacking. So I was like, let's do a bonus episode, specifically talk about late night snacking. And I didn't want to just recap what happens with that late night snack little binge you got going on there. But I actually wanted to have you guys walk away with five really simple tips. So without further ado, we're going to dive right in. The first tip I have for you guys today is a tip I give all the time, but we're talking about overeating. I got to give this tip again. So bear with me. But one of the best hacks to prevent late night snacking that honestly, even if you struggle with overeating and you still struggle with late night snacking in particular, this is something that absolutely has to come before any other tips or tricks are initiated. And it is eating consistently throughout the day. My first tip to stop and prevent late night snacking is absolutely nail down what you're eating during the day. Say you have 1500 calories. You don't have to perfectly have 500 calories for breakfast, 500 calories for lunch, 500 calories for dinner. It doesn't have to be so cookie cutter and perfect. I mean, that's a great way to spend your calories. But what I mean distribute calories evenly throughout the day is we want to avoid those situations where you're skipping breakfast, you're eating this micro small lunch, and then you're hoarding your calories towards the end of the day. I mean, if you already struggle with overeating, I mean, gosh, ladies, like that is totally setting you up to have a late night binge fest. That's why getting very very intentional about having consistent meal times, consistent meal and snack times, having a schedule is really important. 
And we also find it helps you manage your appetite, especially when you get protein consistently, because girls, ladies, we want to make sure you're eating consistently. And of course, eating the right types of foods consistently. We always talk about protein over here. And of course, things like fiber. But when you are eating consistently, it's going to help you manage your satiety, which is how full you get. It also is going to influence your cravings and of course, influence how much you're eating. Because let me put it this way. Think of your hunger and fullness almost like a bank account. If you are in the negatives and you are overdrafting because you are not eating enough throughout the day, you are going to continuously overdraft until something bad happens. And the fine, the bad thing you don't want to happen to your account, that's really the binge. Like you're overdrafting. So you're in such a negative where we need to almost compensate. And that's what overeating is. So when we're way more consistent, it actually is going to help you manage your blood sugar. And of course, manage satiety, your hunger, fullness, your cravings, and of course, prevent late night snacking and overeating. Okay, moving on to tip number two. My second tip for you is I want you, if you struggle with late night snacking in particular, I want you to actually just plan in a snack instead of just trying to avoid the late night snack binge altogether. And I actually find this tip really helpful because as much as yes, we're going to talk about maybe having a cutoff time, (laughs) that is actually tip number three. Before we get there, you know, I think a lot of times when women struggle with overeating, we're like, let's avoid it. Let's never have it happen. You know, I never want it to happen. And that's really unrealistic. It's totally unrealistic, even if you don't have an absolute struggle with overeating, to expect yourself for the rest of your life to never overeat again. I mean, overeating can occur for positive reasons. Heck, if you're eating delicious food, grandma's stuffing at Thanksgiving that you never have in such a long time, it can make sense to have a little bit more and overeat. And that doesn't make you a bad person. That also doesn't make you not fit. It's how often it happens and why it happens. But I think a lot of times when women overeat, they see the times that they're overeating and they're like, okay, I never want that to happen again. I never want to overeat. And late night snacking is this bad thing. I might as well just stop it altogether. Now, it's really important to know is whether you eat at 8 a.m. or 8 p.m., the calories and the nutrition in the food is the same. What's really interesting about late night snacking when you really think about it, and I give this example to my clients all the time, is you're not gravitating towards the kale healthy salad that you're thinking, oh, let's have it 11 a.m. for my lunch. Like you're not gravitating towards that for your late night snacking. You're not overeating kale chips for your late night snack. You are overeating cookies and chips and those really highly platable, delicious foods that are actually so incredibly easy to overeat. So it's not that I want you to cut anything out. It's not that I don't want you to make different choices. But I think sometimes when you realize I have this calorie budget, I can just fit in the snack it can almost lessen the pressure because you're allowed to eat a snack at night. But it's really sometimes having the planning and the intention. So when you eat consistently throughout the day and you can even look forward to this late night snack, I know for a lot of my clients that struggle with overeating, that has been really helpful for them, especially in the evening because they weren't like, I have to have this cut off. I can't eat. They could still have the snack in front of the TV with their partner, like enjoy themselves. But at the same time, it wasn't like they had to completely give it up, but they really found a middle ground. Okay, my third tip for you, related to ditching the idea that you have to not snack at all is I do actually find, and this is inspired by intermittent fasting, dare I say that, you guys might be shocked, but I actually do find sometimes setting a cutoff time for snacking in the evening related to your meal schedule can really be a helpful tactic because for my clients like myself, I'm really literally thinking of myself, guys, when I get into trouble, it is absolutely because I am enjoying myself in the evening. And it's not that I don't believe that snacking can fit in, but I mean, snacking does us dirty. It's usually not my delicious, healthy lunch I'm meal prepping that's doing me dirty or my 
balanced breakfast where I'm eating protein and fiber through fruit and whole grains. Like it's not usually those other meals. It typically is the snacking where everything adds up really quickly and you can really do yourself in pretty quickly as well. So I actually find setting a cutoff time for snacks in the evening and just eating in general in the evening for some women can actually be helpful, especially if it isn't so emotionally driven while you're overeating and you're snacking and you tend to overconsume food at night, especially if it's just because you don't have a lot of structure. I find this for myself, especially when I get into those you know moments where I want to become fitter, I want to kind of dial things in, turn up the intensity. And of course, for my clients that are working towards these really big fitness goals, I think reevaluating your meal timings and you could even set a designated time where, of course, you know, we're flexible with ourselves. If you're starving, I want you to eat. You know, we have to be flexible and understand that nuance. But the majority of days at 9 p.m., I think it's very reasonable. I go to bed around like 10, 10.30, especially if Josh doesn't keep me up. But setting a cutoff time like one hour, two hour, three hours before bed is not starving yourself and dieting and restrictive. It's setting some time between your last time you're eating, allowing yourself to digest. Also, as you get older, like myself, like not getting heartburn because you're literally going on your back and it's like, you know, that, that's not very good for our esophagus and our stomach. So it can be a very good practice to just really reevaluate your specific meal schedule, your specific meal times, and perhaps creating a time where you're cutting yourself off. But of course, nuance and flexibility is key. If you're really hungry, there are times that eat after 9 p.m., guys. You're not going to just instantly gain fat, but it's really just having that intention, which is so important when it comes to weight loss and fat loss. Okay, my fourth tip for you, because we haven't talked about the emotional aspect, is I want you to really sit back and identify, and it's not always fun, but sit back and identify what is causing you to snack late at night. Common causes of late night snacking can include the following. It could be because you're not eating enough earlier in the day. I'm thinking of the classic example of skipping breakfast, just having a coffee, having this really small lunch that doesn't have a ton of protein. You're going into dinner, aren't even hitting like you know 700 calories for the day. You have dinner. You're just getting really hungry. And then you find yourself like snacking and snacking and snacking. And like, it's not a lot of volume of food or like it ends up being obviously a decent amount of food. But because it's such high calorie snacky foods, it can add up very quickly. I mean, it's so depressing. I have trail mix on my desk right now. Great example. Like that used to be one of those foods I would overeat when I was in the height of my dieting. It's crazy when you look at the nutrition facts. It doesn't feel like a lot of food necessarily, but you're like, I just ate a thousand calories of trail mix when you were not being conscious and aware and have this calorie awareness. So not eating enough earlier in the day could be a huge trigger for late night snacking. For some people, it could be not getting their portions right, specifically protein earlier in the day or really throughout your entire day. So you're not really getting the appetite suppressing benefits of protein and foods like fiber. Of course, protein and fiber absolutely king when it comes to fat loss. So that could be a big cause of that. And also some of these can overlap, of course. Another big cause, of course, can be emotional aspects related to life. I mean, if someone in your family is going through something difficult, if you're going through something difficult, if you're related to emotional, if you're under a lot of stress at work or in your family life or in a big life transition, I mean, there's there's so much nuance we can explore here, but emotional and stressful situations and how you're responding and coping with them absolutely plays into our desire to go to food at night. And food can absolutely be one of the coping mechanisms. That's one of the most fun, right? But like enjoyable, like it can provide comfort. But I know for a lot of women, it can provide comfort and an outlet where you're really not thinking. So it's very easy to overeat. Sleep disturbances and lack of sleep and trouble sleeping. Not so much for my newborn mamas. The first two years of life, like maybe tap out of this for a second. But of course, you know, the sleep that I know it's a part of your life. And that's why I mentioned mothers, you know, 
that is something that we, you know, it's, it's a non-negotiable. Like we got to get up and feed the baby in the night. We got to, you know, care for the baby. But when it comes to sleep disturbances and just sleep in general, especially as your kids get older, um, or if you just struggle with sleep in general, that can absolutely impact how much you eat throughout the day. It also impacts your cravings. Sleep is incredibly important. So that can be part of it too. And usually these struggles don't occur just like one thing at a time. Like it usually is sometimes a combination of things. Another really common cause of overeating I find with clients is sometimes when they like unwind, like I call it unwind time after the kids go to bed. And unwind doesn't mean unwind, meaning like drinking wine. It certainly could, but you know, a lot of clients, their kids are going to bed and that's like their time that they've, okay, not only am I like cooking dinner for myself or like taking care of myself, but I can watch TV. Like I can enjoy this food and peace. Like it can also be enjoyment. So that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's just something to be aware of, of course, because it can cause you to make eating and late night snacking a habit when perhaps maybe it could be something that's holding you back. Also just having enjoyment in front of the TV. And of course, I do have to mention this because it does come up a ton inside of coaching and just over the years with how laws have changed in all of the United States. But recreational substances, if you know, you know, you know what I mean. A lot of women, not a lot necessarily, but you know, I've definitely had some clients, and especially in certain parts of the country, where after a hard day at work, having some of these substances, it could be marijuana, it could be even wine, honestly, and even just alcohol in general, this can cause you to want to eat and enhance the enjoyment of eating. So that is something important to recognize if that is actually causing you to eat more. But whatever the situation is, what I want to encourage you to do is if you are struggling with late night snacking, ask yourself these questions related to identifying the actual cause of the overeating and and the snacking. In the moment, you want to ask yourself, are you genuinely hungry? Are you adequately hydrated? Have I hit my nutrition targets before the day before I just indulge? Because sometimes snacking can be for enjoyment and not actually for the fact that you're hungry. And also there's this big differentiator I love to point out with my husband and I late at night. We always have this dialogue, but Sometimes we might want like the sweet treat or the really fun snack or something we're looking forward to. But if you are genuinely hungry, we know that snack isn't going to curb that hunger and satisfy you. So either pair a protein with it or actually prioritize food before you go for that fun snack, especially when it comes to prioritizing what's most important on your fitness journey. Okay, the last thing I wanted to mention when it comes to late night snacking, one of my favorite tips to help you avoid this is as much as I love eating in front of the TV, because you know I'm just like you guys, I love a little TV moment. I love eating in front of the TV. But if you find yourself more of being like a mindless eater, we really want to be conscious about limiting distractions. If you find yourself overeating and like eating the chips or the pretzels or the popcorn out of the bag and like all these foods, of course, can fit. Popcorn can be actually extremely low calorie. But when you're mindlessly eating, that usually is where we fall into trouble when it comes to late night snacking. So what I really encourage you to do is we want to make sure we're identifying, are we snacking out of habit or out of enjoyment or out of something that we need? And on a fitness journey, it's not that enjoyment eating can't fit in, but we have to have some give and take. Of course, eating out can fit in, but it's like, okay, if we're not losing weight, we know we're not super calorie tracking accurately because we're going to all these fancy restaurants all the time. Where am I able to give? We have to find where we're able to give. So it's not that we have to cut anything out, but when it comes to mindless snacking and late night snacking that leads to overeating and going over your calories, you have to find the give and take. I want you to eat for enjoyment, but if you're always eating for enjoyment, going over your calories, you've got to check in with your hunger. And there has to be a point in time where you're having this real talk moment with yourself. Like, do I actually need this? Just like the question, is it worth it? Do I actually need this? 
is something that I hope would, of course, never trigger a woman. But I think it is important, especially when you have a positive relationship with food, because I think sometimes we glorify eating. And anytime you're not eating, it's like, okay, that's restriction, that's dieting. When in reality, you need to honor your hunger. We need to get really confident and proficient at honoring our hunger. And I think sometimes when we're so in the rut of mindless eating, it is usually because of habituation of a habit around late night snacking. And it isn't even something our body needs. And we're doing it mindlessly without actually even having that whole enjoyment process with food. So if you find yourself mindlessly snacking late at night, I really want you to think about, okay, how can we limit distractions, get more in the moment so we can stop the mindless eating and be more mindful and ask ourselves these really thoughtful questions? Because one thing I know for certain is when you were distracted, scrolling on your phone, scrolling on TikTok, scrolling on Instagram, you're watching TV, you're also on your computer, like you're doing all of these things and you're eating, of course, with any of our meals, but especially when it comes to really delicious foods that are very easy to overeat, aka most of the snack foods I know my clients struggle with overeating, it is because we're not present. We have to be present. So limiting distractions is absolutely key when it comes to how to address preventing late night snacking. I hope this episode helped you guys out. Let me know what you think and I will see you guys next time. Hey, girlfriend, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you'd like to learn more about eating right for fat loss and never gaining weight back, I'll be continuing this party on Instagram where you can find me at sorority.nutritionist posting inspiration every single day. Also, if you're wondering where to get started on your journey, be sure to head to the sororitynutritionist.com backslash quiz to take my free quiz that will tell you why you aren't losing weight and what you can begin to do about it so you can see progress faster. You can also find any other links and resources mentioned in the show at thesororitynutritionist.com under free resources. I hope you have such a beautiful day and I will see you next time, girlfriend.